Today on episode number 568, and can I just say something right out of the gate? I have the best audience in the world. I asked you a question. I said, hey, if you're podcasting, well, first of all, are you podcasting? If you are, are you still going? Where can we find it? And why are you doing it? And then the other one was, if you're not podcasting, or maybe you you started and you quit, why? Or if you haven't started yet, why? And man, did you guys answer. I have a lot of great answers. They're all coming at you right now. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, look, here's what we do. I've been helping people understand technology going all the way back to the fax machine. So I bring that along with my 12 years of podcasting experience. I'm going to help you massage your message, tackle that technology, face your fears, flatten that learning curve, and not just get you podcasting. Because look, you can go watch a bunch of outdated YouTube videos and do that. I'm going to get you podcasting in the right direction Our website is schoolofpodcasting.com. Use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and that will save you when you sign up. You know what? No fluff, no frills. Let's get to it. You heard the question at the beginning. Check out these answers. And this comes from Matt Rafferty, who is part of the Northeast Ohio Podcasters Group that I run. For more information about that, go to neohiopodcasters.com. And he does have a podcast. He's still doing it. It's called The Author Inside You, which you can find at theauthorinsideyou.com. And he says, my wife, Lee, and I started this podcast to encourage writers to finish their book and to get it published. Plus, Leah wrote a book a few years ago. I thought talking to other authors would be a good motivation for her to publish her work. Oh, and podcasting is, and here's the deal, you're going to hear the F word a lot today, is a fun hobby. Thank you very much, Matt. Here's another one that I got via email. This person produces the Sleep Whispers podcast. Why do they do it? Because I get a lot of positive feedback from my listeners that it helps them fall asleep every night. So here's somebody who is serving their audience. Trevor wrote in via email and said, I am the creator of the Simple Money Solutions podcast. It's livelifesimple.ca. My podcast is about personal finance, and I just love talking about personal finance to anybody and everybody that will listen. That's a perfect podcaster right now. I just want to talk about this. He says, I love your show and unique insight you bring to the world of podcasting. You inspire me to keep pushing forward. Well, thank you very much, Trevor. And again, you can find him at livelifesimple.ca. Now, as we get to the recording of people that people sent in, I want to play the ones that said, I don't think I'm going to podcast anymore or they've quit podcasting. And I think one of my favorite answers on this one, listen to why this person had to stop their podcast. Hey, Dave, Steve Stewart. I have pod faded as much as I love this medium and as much as I loved my shows, I pod faded. I, I know I've mentioned this in previous things that you've played on the show before. Uh, but it, it's a pretty basic, simple reason is time. And no, we didn't have another baby. What happened was my podcast, originally it was uh, in 2010, I launched a podcast called Money Plan SOS, and it was to help people pay attention, not interest, help them focus on their finances, get out of debt. And it went well. I mean, I was getting good download numbers consistently, but it wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. So I retired that. I didn't pod fade it. I retired it. 
in September 2015. The 200th episode was the final one and was actually recorded at a national conference, uh, which there's more of a story coming up with that in a second here, too. So I relaunched with a new show in the same genre called No Debt, No Credit, No Problems. And ironically, it actually launched the same day that my wife and I paid off our mortgage, which is very, very cool, by the way. And so I had this new show. It was a new brand. It gave me the chance to release myself from all of my previous preconceptions about what my podcast was supposed to be about. I just kind of had a fresh start, which was great. And I started putting out episodes. I was excited. And then I started getting busy. And I wasn't getting busy with a day job because I actually had left the day job before I even retired the Money Plan SOS podcast. I was working on my financial coaching business. But what had happened was I had gotten in contact with a couple of people from that same conference that I was mentioning earlier. They were a couple of financial bloggers, well-known, and they had been talking about getting together and doing a podcast. I talked to them a couple of times here and there, but nothing really serious about doing anything with them. But then one day they contacted me and they basically said, Steve, we just want to record. Can you do the rest? Because you know this stuff. I'm like, sure, I'd love it. That show went on to be a huge success right off the bat. Everybody in the same community, this FinCon community, I think suddenly realized that, oh, you can hire people to help you with your podcast. You don't have to do it all by yourself. Yeah, believe it or not. And my rates were pretty low at the time. So I took on a couple more clients from the same community. And then it got known, you know, around a couple other circles, Facebook groups and stuff that, oh, Steve does podcast editing. There are people who do that. Yes, there are. And so I got so busy editing other people's shows. And I even had, I still have four interviews recorded that I was going to release and they're sitting on my hard drive. They are not released for no debt, no credit, no problems, which I guess I have to count as my most recent podcast episode that has pod faded. It pod faded in June of 2016. That was when I just started getting so busy. And now I've got 17 podcasts that I produce shows for. Most of them are weekly. One of them, Stacking Benjamins, Joe was on your show just a couple episodes ago and dropped the gold. And uh, that show is three days a week. So yeah, I, I, I'm keeping busy with this, making good money as well. And uh, just a side note that I'd like to add, it's kind of self-promotion here, but I also think it's going to help some people in the audience is I started a Facebook group called Podcast Editors Hangout. The thing has just exploded. One day I did what I call a virtual hangout. It's just basically a Google hangout and had people come in and we talked about how this business that I've got started and how you can make money editing. A couple of days later, one of the attendees in the group posted that he decided to double his rates. He he upset a couple of his clients, but he gave them a grace period, of course. And now he's going to be making more money because he's worth more money. He just didn't realize that. So that's that's cool. I count that as a really big win. I love it. So, oh, and I didn't even mention, uh, I podfitted another show that isn't even mine. <laughs> it was called The Financial Wellness Show. I belong to a group of financial wellness coaches. These are all like-minded people, and we have a, a heart for helping people with their, with their finances. And so I, I was releasing a podcast for them as, as kind of another marketing vehicle. But of course, now they don't have time to work on my own. I don't have time to work on theirs either. So unfortunately, that one is also put on a, well, indefinite hiatus, which breaks my heart. But I believe good things came out of it. And I really would like to get back on the mic again and uh, clean up my audio better than this thing I'm leaving you <laughs> and produce some really cool content that might help people. 
Again, this is Steve Stewart from stevestewart.me. No podcast to promote here. Sorry. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, Steve. And we should also say that if you've pod faded something, I've pod faded a number of shows. No shame there. You know, you, 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 you threw it against the wall. Maybe it stuck. Maybe it didn't stuck. The good news is you tried. And that's more than a lot of people can say. Here's another one that said, you know what? Haven't quite pulled the trigger yet. Hi, Dave. This is Jeff in Southwest Ohio. I'm answering your question why I do not have a podcast. After thinking about it, I have three reasons that come to mind. Number one, I had a blog for a couple of years that got really no readership and absolutely no feedback. Okay, I'm going to jump in here just a little bit with a little, just a fact. For about every 2,000 blogs, there is one podcast. So it's much easier to be found. Think of that. If you're in a room of 2000 people, or if you go into the second room that says podcasters, you're the only person in it. Much easier to be found if you're a podcaster. So it made me feel like at the time my message wasn't viable and my podcast idea included some very similar ideas to what that blog was about. Number two, I'm an audio snob. So I I can't stand the thought of putting something out that's not perfect. Oh, perfection. How I hate thee. I'm with you. I want things to be perfect. But for the record, if you've been a regular listener to this show, you know it is far from perfect. And yet I have people you'll hear today thanking me for my show. They really appreciate it. And I seem to be helping people. So when you aim for perfect and you miss, you land on really, really good. So please don't let perfection stop you from releasing a podcast. Because no matter, no matter, no matter what you do, the first episode is still going to make you vomit in your mouth just a little bit when you get to episode number 10. And of course, I have to recalibrate myself because perfect is not possible. So I have to redefine what is good enough, and I'm not there yet. So number three, it goes back to my first point, really. Is it viable enough to spend more money? Well, think about if you wanted to go bowling or golfing or you wanted to go bike riding. All these are hobbies and they cost money. And yet we spend, think about the fitness industry. There's gut busters, thigh masters, you name it, plasters, blah, blah, blah. And we spend billions of dollars a year, every year trying to lose weight. And most of those now are just being used as clothes racks. So yes, it's worth it. Trust me, it's worth it. And about web hosting, Am I ready to spend monthly dollars on something that may not fly? I used to spend close to $30 a month on Mountain Dew, and that did absolutely no good for me except jack up my blood sugar and make me fat. And I know Libsyn is the right place for audio hosting, but web hosting, you've got 7,000 options, and I really can't unravel that. First of all, if you're going to use Libsyn, use the coupon code SOP free and I like coolerwebsites.com. That's my GoDaddy reseller or SiteGround. You can find links to these over at supportthisshow.com. So I struggle with that. So there's my three reasons. And that about covers it, Dave. Thanks for spurring me to at least consider why I don't have a podcast and maybe I'll be able to take the next step soon. Anyway, this is Jeff signing off. Take care. Jeff, keep listening to the rest of this show. I hope you don't feel that I'm, I'm arguing with you. Just realize. When I hear people who have content and have great, your, your audio sounds phenomenal right now, by the way. If you're thinking it's audio quality, shut up. You sound better than, not shut up, but I mean, it just get out. Are you kidding me? What? Your audio sounds fine. You have great pipes. Start podcasting. Listen to the rest of the show and listen to all the things that people are doing this for. And you're going to find out that it's just, 
you're missing out. You, you, you. So I will try to calm down. <laughs> so I was going to just, if, if, if this was a pool, I would literally drag you and throw you in right now. It's kind of what I want to do. So my apologies for, for getting my blood up here. Uh, let's go on to some more people now that are podcasting and are having a great time. Hey, Dave. This is Jenny K. Brennan, and I'm here to try to answer your questions, mainly because I've been asking myself some hard questions lately regarding my own podcast. So, the first question... Yes, I have a podcast. It's at studiochaotic.com. Jenny Kay in a handful of moments. And it's fading. And it's fading. And it's slowly and painfully fading. I don't want it to fade, but it is fading. Wait for it. Maybe. Why did I start podcasting to start with? Well, I think fundamentally... I'm an attention junkie. I love expressing myself in any medium, in any which way, in any mood I find myself in. Expressing myself in, in music, in writing, in is funny stuff, absurd stuff, crap stuff. It's just, I just love it. Audio drama, uh, that kind of stuff might be interesting t- for me if I could get along with people. <laughs> that's a different issue now when I started I didn't want to podcast alone so hello what are you doing yeah <laughs> Imp was born and he's been with me ever since like forever and- the thing is I've been thinking a lot about value lately and uh, what is value so my question to myself and also to you Dave is Does it really matter if my podcast has no value to anyone? As long as it has value to me and I'm having fun. There's that F word again. And yes, if you are getting value out of it, if you're the only person that's getting value out of it, by all means, when I play the guitar, a lot of times I'm in a room by myself and I'm having fun. It relieves stress. It does all this stuff. I'm not making a dime with it, but I'm having fun with it. So if you can play the guitar alone, if you can play basketball alone on a court, if you can do sewing alone and it does any good to you, then it has value. So it may not have value to a whole lot of other people, but if it has value to you, by all means, do it. An imp gets his daily beating. Wait, I wouldn't beat the imp. That doesn't, wait, that doesn't even sound, is that dirty to say beat the imp? Don't beat the imp. That's not good. And, uh. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. No, I don't think it matters. So that's what I'm going to do. As soon as I'm done recording this, I will go and record an episode. I don't know about what. Maybe about value. Maybe about podcasting. I just know one thing for sure. I will dedicate my next episode to Dave Jackson. Yeah, Dave, you need to own it. You are the great Dave Jackson. Take that and like it. And thanks. You are an inspiration for so many of us. Uh, Imp, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) Keep that imp quiet. Hey, thank you very much for the kind words. And yeah, so realize there are many, many reasons to podcast. 
And one of them might be, you know what, I just want to get this off my chest and send it out to whoever wants to hear it. So that's a great way, and that's why she's doing it. And it's helping her, by all means, keep doing it. Hey, Dave Jackson. My name is Derek Daniel, and I wanted to respond to your question for May. So have I ever started a podcast? Yes, I've started quite a few, actually. One was called The Blind Odyssey, which was about my adventures as a visually impaired person. Then I did a self-help podcast. Then I did a Christian podcast. Then a Star Wars podcast. And finally, kind of a talk show type podcast, all of which has since pod faded and I've taken down. And I think the reason I took them down and pod faded was a few reasons. One, it was really a lot about me. It was whatever I wanted to talk about. I wanted people to listen to me as opposed to talk to people. And secondly, I was trying to talk to everybody. I was trying to like just throw it out there and everybody would hear it so I'd have a million listeners and I wasn't niching down. And that just didn't work because I think Michael Hyatt said it and somebody else probably. But when you try to talk to everyone, you end up talking to no one. So while I'm not doing those podcasts currently, I did just recently start a new one called Life After Sight Loss Radio, which you can find at lifeaftersightloss.com. By the way, that's sight as in your vision, S-I-G-H-T. And what I do on this podcast is I help people discover life after sight loss. My target audience are people, individuals, and families who are facing physical sight loss, whether it's the person affected or the family members and friends. And so I have a very niche audience. I have a very targeted audience. And while it seems a little scary to actually reach out and talk to only a few people, I've already had quite a bit of feedback and such from that. And so this podcast, while who knows how it'll be in the future, is already turning out different than the rest of them. Why? Because I think I realize it's not just about me. It's not about my message. It's about who's listening to my message. So that's my answer to this month's query, if you will. Dave, thank you so much for what you're doing. I really appreciate it. Every Monday morning, I start my week off with the Dave Jackson. Thanks again, Dave. Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com. Thank you, Derek. And when I was growing up, my first instrument was actually a pair of drums. Later, I had an auto harp. And then later, I picked up my brother's guitar and was like, ooh, this is cool. So sometimes the first thing you pick up isn't the one that sticks with you. Later, I got another set of drums. I also play the bass and a couple other things. But sometimes you got to try a couple different things to find the one that you go, ooh. And like he said, he might change later. It's okay. It's a podcast. It's a recipe, not a statue. Dave, this is Darwin Dave from the Dealing With My Grief podcast. I started podcasting in January 2016 as a means of reflecting on how the death of my father when I was 10 years old has affected my life. And that was some 39 years ago. When I first started podcasting, I really only started as a means of self-reflection and just to really create, if you will, an audio journal. All right, Darwin, going to interrupt here. Remember Jenny was saying, I'm just going to talk and it's only helping me. That's probably what Darwin was thinking when he started this show, but check this out. I never really expected it to turn into very much. I am still podcasting today because some year and four months later, podcasting for myself has morphed into community building. What I did not realize is that my podcast would resonate with so many other folks who are trying to deal with or cope with some type of personal loss in their own lives. And now we have begun to support each other through our own grief recovery process. And I could not be happier. On a lighter note, Dave, I am still waiting for the episode where you tell us about how podcasting or what you have learned from podcasting by changing a litter box. (laughs) So that would be my Bernie (laughs) tie-in. Take care and thanks for everything you do. We'll talk to you later. Bye. 
Thank you, Darwin. Yeah, that is one of those things that I always say when you start putting that out, people are going to be searching for that topic. How do I deal with my grief? And bam, here comes Darwin's show. And uh, I'll answer that question right now. Litter boxes are, I hate emptying the litter box. And when I first got Bernie, I would do it maybe once a week because I hated it. And you know why I hated it? Because it was a big job. And so I found out that if I just empty it like pretty much any time I eat, I will like if it's lunchtime, I check it. If it's dinner time, I check it. And if there's anything in there, it takes like two seconds, scoop it up, we're done. So if you take podcasting instead of trying to do it all on one day and making it this giant job, just do a little bit every day. It's not quite so bad. So if you're doing show notes on one day and doing a little research on Tuesday and this and that and that, break it into little itty bitty jobs. It's really not that big of a deal. Thank you for the question. Next up. Hey, Dave. It's David Steele here with the Steele Empire. First, I have to say, I answered this question in email form. I typed up my answer and sent it to you. And you kindly sent back a reply saying, hey, an audio version would be much better for the show. Either I can read this or you can send in your own audio and have your own voice on the show. But not only did you reply with a regular email, you sent a video reply. And I'm going to take this moment to make a little plug for the School of Podcasting. Dave is not a member of the School of Podcasting. And if I'm doing this for somebody who's not paying me, imagine what kind of support you get if you're actually a member of the School of Podcasting. Back to state. What a cool name, too. The Steel Empire. I hear Judas Priest in the background. I, I can't get over how cool that was. I saw your video. I figured, oh, well, he's sending me a little... Uh, he's trying to sell something or he's sending me a promo of his um, of his question and answer show on YouTube. And then I clicked on it and you said, hey, Dave, and you were talking to me specifically. I got to tell you, that was super cool. What a great way to take care of your your audience, your fans that uh, that love your show, including me, uh, by that personal response. I really appreciate that. Super cool. So uh, let me get right to the question. Why I podcast? I tell you, I'm going to make it short because it's a long story. Um, but the short part of it is, along the line, I fell in love with podcasting, the whole medium, and decided that I wanted to get involved with it. Uh, I always wanted to entertain people in my life, DJing and music and things of that nature, uh, book narration. So I decided to do podcasting with starting out with my family and uh, my kids who are all older now. But we, our main focus is to entertain listeners. That's where we are at with the current shows that we're working on. To give them a, an escape. You know, we, we're not selling anything. We're not um, having any great inspiration. But we want to entertain people. We want to give them an escape from everyday life, from the regular daily grind. So my goal is to make the shows that I personally would enjoy listening to and hope that other people find what I like entertaining as well. So our current show that is out that we've been doing for a little bit over a year is the D&D role-playing game. It's a Dungeons & Dragons game where we act out the characters and improv, uh, and then we edit it and put it up for mass consumption. It's called A Quest for Magic and Steel, and that's S-T-E-E-L-E. That's our family name with that extra E on the end of the word steel. So that's magicandsteel.com. And our main website uh, where we're going to be putting up other shows in the future is The Steel Empire. So it's steel, S-T-E-E-L-E, empire.com. Once again, Dave, thank you so much for all you do 
for allowing listeners like myself to jump in and, and be a part of your great show. Thanks. Hey, Dave, this is Chris Lewis from the Dad Spotlight podcast at dadspotlight.com and the Law School Insider podcast at info.cooley, C-O-O-L-E-Y dot E-D-U forward slash Law School Insider. You know, both of these shows have been around for about two years. I have loved being a part of both of them and I've learned a lot along the way. There's been ups, there's been downs, uh, some frustrations along the way, but it's a lot of fun nonetheless. There's that F word again. You know, I, I podcast because I always felt that I had a message to share. I never thought that I'd behind the, be behind the mic, but I always have enjoyed talking to people, sharing a message, and I looked at some ways in which that I could be able to share a message with things that I am talking about all the time with a larger audience. And I found that podcasting was definitely a way to be able to do that. I started listening to podcasts only a few years ago, but as I started to listen to them, I was hooked. I loved being able to get into the minds of the people that were speaking, but also be able to get to know them in that personal way that happens in a good podcast. And I wanted to be able to do something similar. And that's what I try to do in both shows. And it's a lot of fun, as I said. Um, it's also challenging as well. But, uh, but I really appreciate your question today. I love what you're doing. And uh, I learn completely from what you're doing and what you're sharing over at School of Podcasting. Hey, Dave, it's Gabe DeMeo here to answer your questions for episode 568. Have I ever started a podcast? Yes. Are you still producing that show? The answer is yes. What's the name of that show? And the web address is, the show is called Guys and Food at guysandfood.com. And the next question would be, why do I podcast? So the show is described as a man cave where regular guys talk about food and drink instead of sports. And it's really an extension of my hobby of cooking and baking and eating and drinking and reading cookbooks and things like that. I usually do these things anyway, so it's a place for me to talk about that. And that has a therapeutic value, I suppose. There's that therapeutic value thing popping up again. Also, I get to do interviews with guys who love food. So I get to meet people who I'd never met before who are really interested in food. This should probably fall under a because of my podcast story, but because of the podcast, I've gotten to interview one of my favorite cookbook authors is a guy named Ken Hadrick, who writes a lot about pies, but he does other food writing as well. But I got to interview him, and I also got to interview a contestant on the most recent season of Top Chef, Chef Gerald Sombright. So, but for the podcast... I would have absolutely no reason to reach out to them and, and not had that opportunity to make that connection. And I made a simple request and they had a simple yes as an answer. And I got to do those interviews. So that was fun. And, and those are connections that I've made as well. There was again the F word. I heard it. So I hope that answers your question. I appreciate the opportunity and I appreciate the good work that you do. Uh, listen to your podcast every week. I also listen to the Podcasters Roundtable. Thank you, Gabe. And that was a because of my podcast story. Very cool. If you can answer that question because of my podcast, blank. So it was something that normally wouldn't have happened, but it did because you had a podcast. Feel free to record that and send it on in. I love those stories. Thank you very much, Gabe. Hey, Dave. This is Brad from The Cinema Guys. My show is The Cinema Guys. We can be found at 
134inc.com. That's the number, 134inc.com. But the number one reason that why I podcast is I love it. I love getting together with my other co-hosts and any guests that we have and just recording and talking and would just have fun doing it. Again, with the F word. I really look forward to to our recording session sessions each time. I also love the post-production after the fact. I really enjoy editing our audio and trying to figure out new wrinkles or new things that we can throw into our show. The other big reason that I love podcasting is the podcast community. Uh, we're located in Cincinnati, and since we started, um, we've gotten involved with local Cincinnati podcasters. And the past few months, we've been going to meetups, and I love hanging out with these other podcasters. Like I've not only learned a lot from them, but the community of just getting to know other people that I may not have ever gotten to know otherwise has been awesome. Like bouncing ideas off each other and just talking and just having a good night of conversation with this one commonality that brought us together. I couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah, those are the two big reasons why I podcast. Your show is one of the things that has really helped me along the way amongst other shows. But please keep doing what you're doing. And I want to thank you for what you do because you've really helped my show grow quite a lot in this short amount of time. And thank you. What's going on, Dave Jackson? This is Justin Mollick from the Optimal Living Daily Podcast and Optimal Living Daily Podcast family at oldpodcast.com. To answer your question, yes, I'm still podcasting. I have five shows now, Optimal Living Daily, Optimal Finance Daily, Optimal Health Daily, Optimal Startup Daily, and the brand new Optimal Living Daily Relationships. So why do I podcast? Well, they're all growing and I want to keep building an audience, but why keep building an audience? For me, it's connecting with others, giving them value, creating a sustainable business for myself, and working on my social anxiety, which is actually one of the first reasons I started these podcasts. And I'm kind of addicted to launching podcasts now, so I'm not going to stop anytime soon. Thank you for your show, Dave. I love it. And I'll see you at Podcast Movement. I will see you there, buddy. Remember, use the coupon code SOP10 when you go to podcastmovement.com to save 10% off your ticket. Want to get those in? Want to get your travels plans made? It's in August. It's in Anaheim. It's going to be a blast. Hey, Dave. This is Sean Highland from Slept in Government Class. That's sleptinclass.com, and the podcast is Slept in Government Class. And I'm doing my podcast because I started about two months ago, still doing it. And I'm doing it because I, I enjoy podcasting. I enjoy talking. I'm a teacher by trade, so I'm kind of used to it. And I've talked about the same basic topics in government for, I guess, going on 18 years now. And so I know them pretty well, and I enjoy talking government. And I thought, you know what? Why not? record it and share it with the world and maybe some people listen and uh and learn something they missed maybe back when they were in school and they they kind of like to know now and you know if uh if a lot of people don't listen or maybe nobody listens then maybe one of my students will uh, be able to hear it and and it'll help them a little bit that's that's why i do it enjoy the show 
Hey Dave, it's Hilda Labrata-Gore. I'm the host of the Wise Traditions podcast about ancestral health. It can be found at westonaprice.org. That is the ancestral health group that I'm connected to. So have I ever started a podcast? Yes. Am I still producing the show? Yes. It's Wise Traditions. And why do I do it? Um, (laughs) I mean, it's kind of, I was just thinking, you might as well ask me, why do you breathe? You know, once you get into this medium of podcasting, there's no turning back, right? But seriously, to answer the question, I am all about wellness. And I love this group that's all about ancestral health, the Weston A. Price Foundation. But I found their journal that they produced quarterly was just so heavy. Even though I love them, I wasn't even reading it. So I was like, something's got to change. So I actually approached them and said, hey, you should have a podcast. And they said, okay, and you can do it. And I was like, okay. So I bought a microphone and got started, and it has just been a blast. I love it. I launched it in January 2016, and we were going strong with thousands and thousands of downloads, and I'm just so thankful. So why am I podcasting? Because I'm passionate about wellness and getting the word out, and I'm really thankful for the opportunity to do so. Thanks for asking. Take care. Hi, Dave. It's Sherry Fields, and yes, I have a podcast. It's the Creation Science for Kids show, which you can find at CS. 4ks.com. And why I run it? Well, I love science. I already had a website and I've got kids. One of my sons was struggling as a reader. I already listened to podcasts and I thought, you know, this would be the perfect medium. I can draw them in. They don't have to read my articles, which otherwise is a real chore. And instead we can make this fun. There's that F word again. Not just for my own family, but then share it with others. And I figured out a way to incorporate their own science reports since we homeschool. So they have to do real world work and it works out beautifully. And in fact, my oldest has now gotten too old for the four kids. And we're about to start another podcast for her because she's a great speaker. So we just picked out any theme that she wanted and we're ready, planning to launch the Princess podcast here in the next couple of weeks as soon as I can get the website up so we can show it to a sponsor so we can follow Glenn the Geek's advice to start out uh, when you want to make money already having a sponsor in place. So that's on my end, but that should be going in the next couple of weeks. We've already got great ideas and are very much looking forward to it and have no intention of stopping. So thanks so much for asking and have a great week, Dave. Thank you, Sherry. I'm going to be so excited to see what happens like in 10 years from now in podcasting because you're having uh, grown-ups that are podcasting and their children. I know Corey Finneran said that one day he like walked in like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, we're playing podcasting. And I think Elsie Escobar from The Feed and She Podcasts, I think she's caught her little daughters playing podcasting. It's going to be great to see what happens when these guys have 10 years under their belt of just playing with it, and now they're doing it for real. So should be great. Hey, Dave, this is Jonathan Oaks. I have started a podcast. I am still producing that show. It is called Trivial Warfare, and we are at trivialwarfare.com. And you asked, why do you podcast? And I feel like there's really two different answers. The first would be the question, why did I start podcasting? And the second would be, why do I do it now? I started in February of 2015. And I was a podcast listener, and I felt like there was a gap in the market. There was a niche that wasn't being met. I do a pub quiz show, and there were no shows that I could listen to 
that reminded me of my experience. And there was nothing out there that allowed me to listen to what I wanted to listen to. And so I realized that I thought I could create it myself since nobody else was. And maybe other people would like it, too. I've heard so many people start podcasts for that exact reason. They were listening to podcasts, but nobody was doing a podcast exactly like the one they wanted to do. My buddy Daniel J. Lewis from the Audacity to Podcast, he started that podcast because even though there were other shows about podcasting, none were doing it like he wanted to do it. Let's go back to Jonathan. And so that's why I started. The reason I do it now is different. Uh, We're two years in, well, more than two years in at this point, and we have a thriving community Uh, I would do it just for the community, truthfully. They're amazing. We get great feedback. We get great engagement. A lot of people enjoy it. Uh, But beyond that, it's turned into a a business now. It's turned into a growing business. And so we're making money on different levels of advertising. uh, And we're also making a good amount of money through listener support. And it it's working out the people who are supporting it are enjoying doing so because they're getting things out of it as well. And so that's amazing. And it feels like there's a potential future there. And so I want to explore that future and see just how far we can take it. And the third reason that I still do it is it just makes me feel good. There's something about success. There's something about achieving. There's something about growing and continuing to grow that really hits my triggers and really makes me feel good about myself, makes me feel good about how I'm spending my time, makes me feel productive and excited about what the future might hold. And so as long as those things remain true, I'm going to continue doing it. And uh, truthfully, I think the uh, I think the audience would get pretty mad at me if I stopped at this point. So I hope that helps you. Uh, I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you later. Bye. Thank you, Jonathan. If you want to dig a little deeper into Jonathan's story, go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 567. And Bill Strand will now take the prize, I think, for one of the most niche podcasts. And this is a great just comment to wrap up this whole segment. Take it away, Bill. Dave, my name is Bill Strand, and I host the Chameleon Breeder Podcast, which is a podcast all about the chameleon lizard. I am definitely what you would call a niche podcast, and like many niches, I have a passionate audience. If I understand the 1,400 download and 30-day threshold, then this niche podcast sits in the top 20% of podcasts more times than not. What? I've been doing this weekly podcast since the end of 2015, and am coming up on episode 73 as of this recording. Those people who wondered how much could be said about such a distinct niche just don't understand that all of life is connected. And when you talk about one part of it, you really have the whole world to talk about. So yes, to answer your first question, I have a podcast and it is going strong. But I was surprised at how difficult it was to pinpoint an answer to your second question. Why do I do it? This podcast takes a lot of time, effort, and some expense. Not only in the direct outlay of cash but also in the opportunity cost of what else I could be doing with that time. Those that do a quality podcast will know what I'm talking about. It's easy to put together a painful-to-listen-to podcast. Quality takes preparation, execution, and post-production. In the end, my answer to you as to why I do this week after week is a two-parter. It's both for freedom and for personal passion. First, freedom. Podcasting freed me from feeling like I had to work at a place that was making me miserable. 
I have a side business selling chameleon cages, and because of the exposure that my podcast offered, that side business grew to the point where I was able to quit that miserable job and coast until a job offer I couldn't refuse showed up. That was over a year later, by the way. Now, this is hardly a podcast riches story. My wife and I were barely scraping by, and we joked that on a good month we could afford ketchup on our top ramen. But we were happy, and it got me out of a very bad situation. The real power, though, was that it created a backup for me. It created options. With a kid in college and trying to save for retirement, it made financial sense for me to go back to the salaried world with a benefits package. So when a former colleague called up and said he was putting together a specialized team to get a well-funded Silicon Valley startup off the ground, I found that job I could love going to. But the power of my podcast is that if conditions change, I know I do not need to stick around. I bet anything a significant number of your listeners know exactly what I'm talking about when I say I felt trapped in a miserable job. And I wouldn't be surprised if their chest tightens like mine does when I remember going there every morning and not having a choice. Feeling trapped. You know it's killing you, but you can't break free. When that weight was taken off my shoulders, it was a new lease on life. Folks, I don't envision financial riches anytime soon. And I won't be putting an income counter on my website in the near future. But I now live life feeling like I am free to choose where I work. I can stay in a cubicle job in the hustle bustle of Silicon Valley or pick up and move to a cheaper area and continue my podcast inside business until I find a new job I can love. Just knowing you have options is life-changing. That feeling of freedom has changed my life so profoundly, I want to go door-to-door asking people if they've heard the good news of podcasting. So, yeah, I'm continuing this. The second reason why I put together episodes when I could be binge-watching Netflix is for passion. I love chameleons. And I enjoy keeping them and developing a deeper understanding of them and their world. The reason why my podcast is not only going strong but gaining momentum is that it is my vehicle for personal growth. In planning my episodes, I ask, what do I want to know? And that drives the show. I have developed a listener base that has found they have the same questions. And this works fabulously because I and my listeners have been able to tap into the best minds the chameleon world has to offer. I'm able to talk with prominent veterinarians and scientists. I was able to spend hours exploring the life and work of a field scientist whose career is to describe the reptile and amphibian species of Madagascar. He is one of the few people who's actually seen certain cold-weather high-mountain species, and because of global warming trends, those species are likely to be extinct in our lifetime. My listeners and I got to listen to stories of his field work, and he got permission from his research team to show photos of one of these chameleons many of us had not heard of, much less seen a picture of. I have had extensive conversations with a member of the Royal Society of Biology in the UK on his research into recreating wild environments within our homes. I talk with book authors and have regular conversations with the head of veterinary medicine at the San Antonio Zoo. These are just a few examples as to the doors this podcast has opened. Because of my podcast, I am entering into a period of my greatest personal growth in all my 40 years of chameleon keeping. So why do I keep going? Because, Dave, I can't imagine stopping. In podcasting, I have tapped into something that has given me personal freedom and enriches my life every week. And if the day comes that I have done all I want to do with this podcast, it's going to be because it will have been a stepping stone to something bigger. 
podcasting offers so many opportunities. I can already see possible future paths forming for me. Will they lead to more financial security, greater personal growth, career advancement? I don't know, Dave. I just know that I'm having the time of my life finding out what I can create from it. I'll be at the podcast movement in a couple months, and at the top of my to-do list is to drop by and meet the guy who makes me look forward to Monday mornings. Now, I hate to be starstruck, but I was wondering, and I have to apologize, but I got to do it. I know we hate it when people cozy up to us just to be able to be introduced to our friends, but I have to ask, any chance you could get me Bernie's autograph? I am a huge fan. I mean, that cat knows where it's at. I love that guy. Dave, thanks for the great show. I'll see you in August. Are you kidding me? Chameleon breeding? Come on. Chameleon breeding? Part of me is just blown away, and the other half of me wants to sing Culture Club. Wow, that is so cool. And and think about this. He said, now obviously, you know, when you're eating ketchup-covered ramen or ramen, niche, niche, take your pick, uh, but that gave him the ability to coast, he said, for a year until he could find a job that didn't make him want to just, you know, find a friendly noose. I said it at the beginning of the show. I love my audience. And when these messages started coming in, I was like, I cannot wait to play this for you. So, Bill, thank you so much. You can find him again, chameleonbreeder.com. And uh, I don't know. It just That just blows me away. So I want to thank everyone who sent in information. You know, if you think about this, we are basically doing this, what we heard today. Some of us, obviously, we're all reaching a global audience. Some of us are using it as kind of a marketing tool. We're growing our business. Some of us are helping ourselves. We're just doing it for us. And then we inadvertently help other people. Some of us are doing it as a hobby. Uh, We're all doing it for the community, Some of us because, well, we're attention junkies. And I think it's cool that you can say, you know what? I'm a bit of an attention junkie. We do it because we want to talk about something. And in some cases, nobody else is talking about it the way that we want to hear it. And so it just dawned on me, the one person who hasn't answered this question yet, we will have a new question, by the way, hang tight, is, uh, is me. And I'll try to keep this short. But I think a lot of it boils down to the fact that I've always wanted to have kids. I think that's part of it. I think there's a kid angle here. And I always wanted to have three, one of each. And to make a long story short, I that boat was marriage number one. And we had physical issues that we could not overcome. So no kids for me. That's okay. Then number two is I love to help people. I help somebody. I think I told you this story. I had a, a a woman stop in my apartment complex and she had missed the last two days because she was sick and she really needed to get to work. And to make a long story short, we couldn't get her car to work at all. And I just drove her to work. And she was so sincerely appreciative because I really saved her job that if we could put up air quotes, uh, I was kind of high on that, like the rest of the day. I could not take the smile off my face because I had really, really, truly helped someone. So for me, podcasting is kind of geeky. So I get to work on websites and things like that. I get to help people. That's my old teacher itch that I get to scratch. 
and the fact that it's creative. You can do whatever you want. And we started off, we had somebody say, you know what, I can't do it because it's not perfect. For the record, this episode is not perfect. I could have taken another three hours and EQ'd everybody so everybody sounded the same. But look, some people had a little more trouble. Some people had a little more bass. It's okay. I don't think any, I think everybody, that's the cool thing. When your audience is a bunch of podcasters, it all sounds pretty good in my book. But I could have tweaked that. It's not officially perfect, but it was good enough. And so thank you to everyone who sent this in. So let's talk about June. I will need your submission by June 23rd, 2017. This will be coming out June 26th. And this month's question for June deals with how patient we are with a podcast. And what I mean by this is let's say you subscribe to a show, you you go over, you find their show, you subscribe to it. How many episodes do you give them before you go, I don't think so? Is it one? How many strikes do you give somebody? And I realize some of you don't subscribe. So this is going to be one of those weird little questions. The bottom line is, how many strikes do you give a podcast before you quit listening? So if it's somebody who subscribes, how many episodes do you listen before you go, yeah, I don't think so? Or if you're a person that streams a couple episodes and then decides to subscribe, how many episodes do you listen before you go, okay? So we're kind of looking like how many chances does a person get before you go, "Uh uh-uh, not happening. So what I'd like you to do is now all my contact information is at schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. And I would prefer audio and just put the title 572 in the subject line. That way I don't lose them. That is one of my biggest fears is somebody's going to send something in and somehow I will lose it. But put 572 in the subject line, just record it. You can call it in 888-563-3228. Everything is over at schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. And uh, we'll be talking about that at the end of June. Thank you so much for tuning in. We heard all these great reasons, all the great fun that people are having with their podcast. And I am dying to help you jump in the water. Just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. The water is fine. You have lots of people who are showing you that. And uh, I would love to help you start a podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in. In the future, we're going to be looking at Wooska. That is a new name of a free media host. And yes, I did. I had a conversation with Alex Exum. And uh, that was a guy that both he and I kind of stepped on each other's toes. And uh, you'll be hearing how that went all coming up in future episodes of the School of Podcasting. And of course, anything else you would like to talk about. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next week, class is dismissed. Take care and God bless. Why do you podcast? Because it's fun? Okay. No? And the fame? That's another F word. Friskies? Okay, that's another F word. (laughs) You're on a roll, buddy. He's freaking out because it's raining outside. I know, that's called thunder. I know, it's okay, buddy. All right. That one, can you come up with a different variation of that meow?
No, it's just that same one over and over and over. People are going to think I'm hitting a button. It's just, oh, it's not a button. It's That's live. I know. <laughs> All right, bud. It's just thunder. It's okay. Say goodbye, Bernie. And instead, he just walks out the door. All right.